Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to the debut episode of Hounds Live, where we talk all things Charlotte Hounds. I'm your host, Kyle Fletcher, and my co-host tonight will be Randy Makrant, a writer from Inlax, Charlotte. Randy, how you doing tonight? Hey, pretty good, man. How about yourself? Yeah, I can't complain, man. Uh, got two weeks till season starts. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, my, me too. Well, first thing. Start off tonight. Um, we've got a lot of uh, new players, uh, new faces around the uh, Charlotte team. Why don't you tell us about some of those new guys, Randy? Okay. Um, well, let's start it off by saying uh, we had some serious losses in the off season to trades, and um, and and we but we picked up some really. From my opinion, we picked up some serious positives as well. We got rid of uh, Bitter. We sent him back to New York. I understand exactly where that was coming from. The source from the Hounds said that it was just starting to cost a little bit too much having to fly him to New York, and he's from New York, so send him back home. Um, we got rid of Bitter, Berger, and Boltus, so we lost the three Bs, and that's going to add some serious pain to our to our scoring to our scoring ability, really. Um. But with that, we kind of uh, we added some some serious help uh, with with new draftees. Um, we added um, Jake Tripucka. He was a low pick in the draft, and we got him in a trade. But um, Jake is actually, I think he's going to be really good. He plays for Maryland. Um, his season's looking great so far. I'm, as we all know, anybody who watches college across knows Maryland's doing just fine. But. Um, we had, we so we picked up Jake Tripucka. We have uh, we picked up John Haas. He's amazing, as I'm sure. Um, and um, I guess kind of more or less a surprise pick, fourth rounder uh, Matt Van Borgigen. Uh huh. Gonna mess up his name something serious. But <laughs> they're, they're gonna. I think all three of them are gonna help fill the holes left by Bitter, Berger, and uh, Baltus. Uh, that we're gonna add some serious scoring ability. And we've done nothing but add depth to something. We added some depth to the positions we were already good at. Um, mm-hmm. One of the main one of one of the main things I'd like to say is um, nobody knows too much about him this year because Casey Carroll has been he's been hurt. But mm-hmm. as we know, the Hounds' defense is is great already. Absolutely. Um, and adding Casey Carroll to the program can I mean. People come back from these knee injuries now. It's it's not as bad as it used to be. You come back from knee injuries like he had to begin a season. So if he granted if he comes back in great health, we'll be in really good shape defensively. He'll he, he'll be probably coming off the bench for the first season, and it'll be it'll be a great great help on defense. Oh, I agree, and I haven't heard any uh, timeline as to his injury yet, but it's it, it's still a great story, you know playing for Duke, leaving Duke, going to the Army Rangers, going overseas, and then coming back for your fifth year, only oh, to get yeah. injured, that, that, that's, that's got to suck. But I think he's going to come out to the Hounds with this new kind of intensity and just want to play every minute of every second that he possibly can, which will be great. Yeah, and from what I'm hearing from Duke, 
on on the website and stuff. Casey Carroll. I mean, he's not playing this season as as everybody knows. He's done for the whole season, but it's not looking like he's going to be too affected for the upcoming. Not not this upcoming season, but next season for the Hounds. Okay, yeah, that'd, that'd be good. Uh, the sooner we can have him, the better, because he's definitely going to be a huge bolster to our defense. Yeah. But touching up on that defense, as far as incoming draftees go, we added a couple others. I really wanted to talk about uh, long stick midfielder Mason Poley out of Bryant. Now, he's he's more or less used as kind of a uh, transition LSM. They use him both offensively and defensively. I'm not quite sure where the Hounds will use him, but so far through 12 games, the kid's got 11 goals, 7 assists, 9 cost turnovers, and 24 ground balls, which are great numbers. Amazing numbers. He had one off game, and it actually happened to be last week, where I believe he only, and I say off game, I believe if my stats are correct, he only picked up four ground balls and had three forced turnovers. So that's a pretty good off game, if you ask me. Oh, I would say so, too. Also on defense, um, I haven't gotten the, the chance to see him play yet, but Michael McCormack out of Yale, uh, mm-hmm. through 10 games, he's got 12 cost turnovers and already 37 ground balls, which are amazing numbers. I think I haven't heard much about him before the draft, but I, I think he's going to be a surprise uh, help for this for the town's defense. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And um, l- let's not forget the, the – um, Freeney, Freeney, our, our new our new goalie pick oh, up yeah. this draft. He's he's been helping a little bit. I believe his last game victory over what was it? Army. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. beat he beat Army. You know, no pushover team there at all. And eleven saves in the game, only let seven in. So that's some pretty good stats for our new goalie. Yeah, Feeney uh, so far is averaging only eight point one six goals against him per game. He's got 106, 107 saves, sorry, stopping 51% of the shots. And I don't know if you saw online, but uh, I guess about a week ago there was a, a picture going around the web of Feeney making a kick save, and I swear his foot was almost in that top corner. It just looked like a phenomenal, one of those one-of-a-kind rare saves. It, it was pretty cool looking. Yeah, you know what gets me about him? I've only got to catch one game this year, and actually it was just this Army game that he just played. But it seems like, you know, when you play lacrosse and when you watch the sport, there's two different types of goalies. There's ones who try and make the smart moves and the ones who are a little bit um, crazy, I guess you could put it. They just don't care what part of their body's hitting the ball as long as it's not going in the net. And Feeney's definitely one of those. It'll be great, great addition to our team. Oh, I agree. And uh, two of the other guys we haven't talked about yet, um, one that I've gotten to see several times and I've been really impressed by is uh, – Maryland attackman Owen Bly, he doesn't have huge numbers through 10 games. He's got 21 total points, 14 goals, 7 assists. But the way he plays, the goal, the goals he makes in these games that I've, I've watched him are just phenomenal there. He, he's, he usually has a man on him. He's covered. He's making nice dodges. He just looks like a, like a true attackman. Another true attackman that we picked up, not to be forgotten, Mike Sawyer. I think oh, he's yeah. going to come in, combine with uh, his old buddy, Eric Lusby, and just I think they're going to be a great tandem, the two of them. A great, definitely a great addition. The the whenever whatever I've noticed whenever whenever watching the sport is when you guys when you guys recombine to two players who played together in in college, the, mm-hmm. you know you slow down the practices a lot when we get into the pros. They only practice on that Friday before they play. Yep. And, and 
And when you got two guys who have already played together for four years or, or a certain amount of time, I mean, it wasn't four years, it was two, but um, when you got two guys that have already played together, that camaraderie and that chemistry is already there, and it's going to be really good for the team. Absolutely. Excuse me. Um, let's see here. Who else do we pick up we haven't talked about yet? Uh, uh, attackman from Virginia, Matt White. He's got Matt White. 30 points through 12 games. He, he, he To me, he was a uh, – he was a great pick at a low cost. To me, he could have gone a lot higher. He, when I watched him play last season, he just played great ball. He was putting up good numbers. Hiding behind Steel Stanwick is no easy thing, but he he definitely did his job, and he's doing pretty well now that Steele's left too. Absolutely, and fourth. I mean, we picked him up in the fourth round, twenty eighth overall. That's a great time to pick him up. Um, I actually saw him going a little bit earlier myself too, but. Um, and, and a lot of his help is, is in the assist category. I mean, he puts the goals in when we need them, but a lot of his help is in the assist category. He just popped two in off against uh, for the Cavaliers when they lost to, to Carolina just, just the other weekend. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm, I, he's one of my – I don't know why it took us so long to get to him. He's one of my favorite pickups this year by far. I agree with you on that one. I think he's going to come through and be, and be a big star for this Hounds team. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Well, maybe get some jerseys flying around for some Matt White. Hey, that'd be nice. I'd love to see him. That's about all of our draft picks. We've covered them all pretty nicely. Um, I, I think these draft picks are going to come in and be a huge help, especially, as I said, Mike Sawyer, Owen Bly. I think Mason Poley's is going to be huge as an LSM. Uh, Michael McCormack out of Yale defense. We're going to have some really good guys uh, competing for some time this year. Absolutely. Um, that, that's one of the that's one of the biggest things I think the house they did is, is in addition to fixing the attack holes that left, um, we, we really added depth everywhere. And if you watch it last year, watching the games, you could tell the depth was definitely something. I mean, later on in the games, they just started to slow down. Yeah. And we, we can't, we can't have that in the, in the pros. And, and I believe that the depth we've added, especially the useful depth that we've mm-hmm. added is going to, is going to do wonders for us in this upcoming season. Yeah, and earlier when we were talking about the players we've lost, Billy Bitter, Jeremy Boltis, Stephen Berger, Justin Turry, we've also picked up some good veteran players, especially uh, midfielder Pete Poyon out of the Denver Outlaws. Last season yep. scored 40 points. He's one of the highest uh, producing midfielders over the last several seasons. I'm really excited to see him come in and put some more points from the midfield and kind of replace um, the spot left by Stephen Berger. Absolutely, I'm, um, and he's great at feeding the ball. It's, it's watch him feed the ball because it's almost like his eyes just look across the field. I only caught two games last year of Denver's, but I'll tell you what: when I watched him, he was definitely somebody that I kept my eyes on the whole game, and it's, it was just amazing to watch him play. And it's a great addition to the team. I'm I'm excited for him. Yeah, and uh, a, a, along with Pete Poyon, we also got uh, defensive midi Casey Cittadino, who I don't know if you've seen him play, but. He is one of the best defensive middies in the league with a short stick. I, I don't know how he does it. I've tried it myself. It's no easy thing to do, but he's definitely uh, he's going to be a huge help for this midfield defense, which last year I felt was uh, one of our weaker spots. It seemed like a lot of our middies got beat, which left it to our deep holes, which usually handed the situation well, but I think all the help defensively at the midfield line we can get is going to be uh, big for us. Yeah, the ground and ground balls especially. I felt like that was a problem last year, and he's definitely going to add 
some assistance in the ground ball category. And that's kind of why I'm so excited about the additions of, um, I mean, because we talked about Matt White being one of our favorites, but I'll tell you what, Tripucka got picked real late for what I thought. And I think the addition of him and if Casey Carroll comes back, it may not be this season, but next season, I'll tell, the ground ball issues that I believe we had last year is definitely going to improve tenfold. Oh, I agree. And since uh, Carroll and Tribuca both play for Duke, that's going to be another um, kind of synchronized tandem. tandem that that we have in addition to our attackmen, uh, Sawyer and Lusby. Absolutely. Uh, we we acquired two other players uh, through trades. Um, Kevin Drew, midfielder. He's been a, a, around a little while. He's he's put up good numbers. He only had seven points last year, mm-hmm. which was a down season for him. Um, in addition to Kevin Drew from the Lizards trade, when we sent Steven Berger, we picked up attackman Ryan Young, who had yep. 18 points last year, and he's one of the more exciting attackmen in the league, which intrigued Absolutely. me because. Our attack group last year was so great, I felt. And this year we've added three three attackmen through the draft and another one through trades. It's going to be interesting to see how Ryan Young can compete with all these young guys because there's going to be a lot of attackmen competing for those three starting spots. Absolutely. That, um, and the competition only makes everybody on the field better. So I can't – I mean, I can't wait to see the, – the Hounds, when it comes down to it, and we look at good, across the MLL in this off season, the Hounds have to get the Grade A trophies. If if, if you hand out a trophy for just the off season moves, the Hounds have earned it because all of our moves have. I mean, sure, we obviously you have to give to get, but and we gave away some big pieces. But I, I think we acquired more, just as good, if not better, pieces than what we gave away. I agree with you, and I, I sparked a, a thought in my own head. Speaking of uh, attackmen, I wanted to bring up through the, I don't remember if it was a supplemental draft or the collegiate draft, but out of Limestone, attackman Shane Jackson, who is currently playing in the National Lacrosse League for the Minnesota Swarm, uh, I I got to watch him play in person several times at Limestone uh, Small Division II School here in South Carolina. Kid's an absolute monster. He, he, He posts up so many assists per game, it's ridiculous, but he can also finish the ball, which is going to be great to see. Um, last year, it seemed like we had a lot of shooters on the attack, and having Shane back there maybe at the X position, who knows, feeding the ball is going to be a huge help because personally, at, having watched him in person, he, he, he seems to know exactly where to put the ball to get his teammate the best possible shot, which is going to be huge. Absolutely. I mean, we've definitely added way more than enough pieces to make this team something exciting in the in the upcoming season, I'm I'm really excited. I I believe. Now, granted, if you give us the the first place trophy, the second place tro- trophy has to go to Long Island, and I believe they're going to be a killer threat this year. Absolutely. But I don't see how there's any way we're not watching our Hounds play in the postseason at all. Well, I agree with you. I think there's a I think there's a very very good chance of the Hounds making it. To uh, I believe they're going to Boston again this year. Yes, sir. So last season the Hounds finished five and nine, which was um, good for an inaugural six season. overall. 
which wasn't not a, not bad by any means for an inaugural team. I don't know if you were there for the game against uh, the Bayhawks, who were undefeated at the time, but mm-hmm. that, that was such an exciting game to be there and witness the Hounds taking down the top dog. Absolutely. Which will be uh, which will add some interesting storylines this year. Um, have you gotten a chance to take a look at our schedule yet? Absolutely, I got it pulled up right in front of me, actually. What do you think of? Uh, how do you think it looks for us? Well, I'll I'll be honest with you. Um, it, it's hard to to predict this season because there was so many moves. Um, mm-hmm. I really see us with our moves being in the top of the pack. That first game against the Outlaws is going to be. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Because That's going to be a big oh, game, big important game. Not only is it going to be a huge game, but opening day is going to be a blast. Everybody who's coming out to the game is going to have a good time. We're, mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have a, a, a great time at the game, and the Outlaws is probably it's probably going to be one of the most important games of the year. Later on down the line, the the Lizards on on May 31st, mm-hmm. uh, that Friday, that's going to be. I think by far, I think our opening day game. And that game against the Lizards on May 31st is really going to decide where our season's headed. We have to win that opening day game because it just gives you that momentum pushing through the season. And the Outlaws are not an easy, an easy team to play at all. No, the Outlaws look almost unstoppable in the playoffs until they got yeah. beat uh, by the Bayhawks in the championship. But last season, I had the Outlaws going all the way. They just looked like a great team. That's going to be an interesting game to watch, given that we have a couple of their players from last season, and they have a couple of ours. Exactly. It always adds that extra fun storyline. And I really feel like throughout the rest of the season or or to to that Friday, May thirty first game against the Lizards, is we we could keep the momentum rolling. It's just when that Lizards game comes up, that's that's gonna be I feel that's our turning point or or non turning point in the season. You know, that's either that's where we're gonna make it or break it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh We've got a couple other really important games. I think uh, the battle between the two expansion teams, Ohio and Charlotte, uh, the yeah. first game being um, in Charlotte on June the 8th, it's going to be a big one. The, the Machine have a absolutely loaded attack core that they uh, that they had last year, and they acquired even bigger names through the draft. And recently they just acquired uh, Scotty Rogers, the goalie yep. from Hamilton, which I think is going to be a huge help because I felt the machine's biggest weakness last year was their defense and goaltending. And uh, having Scott Rogers in goal, he's, he's, he's a big guy. He's going to be uh, he, he's going to be great for them, and it'll be interesting to see if the Hounds can come out and win both games like they did last year. Yeah, absolutely. The two expansion team games. Um, I, there's there's so many good games on the schedule that that's kind of why you heard me struggling right there. I do think that Lizards game is going to be important, but I'm just flipping through the schedule right now, and it's just so many good games. The Hounds-Bayhawks game on June 22nd, Saturday, at at home, that's going to be a big game. It, every time I look down the schedule, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a big game. That's going to be an even bigger game. Just gets- <laughs> I'm doing the same thing right now. I mean, essentially, the, I mean, the real, realistically, they're all big games because there's so few teams, you know, exactly. it's – you you've got to perform at your best every single chance. You don't get a chance to slouch and oh well, this game's not as important as this one. With there so, being so many teams, so many teams will be fighting for those few playoff spots, and so it'll be interesting to see how the Hounds can handle that pressure. 
Let's hope it's a good one. <laughs> I have to hope so too. I'll, I'll tell you what. I I I just keep looking down the schedule. I'm like, man, this is going, this is going to be a fun season. That's all I can say. This is going to be probably one one of the more fun seasons I've watched since not only the MLL has started and I used to live in D.C. as, you know, watching the Cannons play. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you what, this is this is going to be this is going to be a really good season to watch. Yeah, it's always fun when the Cannons come to town because Paul yeah. Rabel is pretty much the face of lacrosse in North America, in my opinion, and it's it's always <laughs> fun to to see him in person and watch how the fans react to having him come in the stadium and seeing him play. He's such an exciting player. But, exactly. He's, he's just like the Gate brothers used to be. Oh, absolutely. Every, every bit is exciting. And I think the Hounds even have some of those players as well. Uh, Matt Janowski, I, he's probably my favorite Hound. And I think he's going to have an even better season than he did last year with all the help we've added on attack because he's he, he going <laughs> to take a lot of the load last year, take a lot of the important shots. I think with the guys we've added, we've we've added guys that can also take those big important shots and make them. Yeah, absolutely. Add add him. Um, I mean, we we have some pieces that stayed that are great pieces to have around. Javon Miller's another one, great to have around. Always good on both sides of the ball. That's what I think makes him so great. Is he's great on both sides of the ball. Fun to have around. So, it's it's this season is going to be awesome. I agree with you. I think we're going to have a great year. Um, we got a great defense, a stacked attack. We we've added a lot of guys at the midfield line, which which I feel like we needed. I want to talk for a second about uh, Adam Gittleman, uh, the Hounds goalie. Last season started off beginning of the season. We we went through our three goalies a couple times, trying to figure out you know who was going to step up, who's going to be that guy. And it ended up being Gittleman, and he had a great year towards the end. He made all kinds of saves. He was he was stopping the ball everywhere. He was controlling the defense. I feel like Adam Gittleman is going to be a key part to this team. You know, if he comes out and he he leads this defense and he steps up to these shots and he stops them, I think I think the Hounds are going to definitely be poised for a, a playoff spot. Oh yeah, and you know what, really, I, I like the fact you you got to realize with. with an expansion team with it being our inaugural season last year, there was a lot to get used to, even for the new players that were added to the team. You know, with, with the everybody being new to the team, there was mm-hmm. a lot they had to get used to. They never played at Memorial Stadium. There was a bunch of stuff that everybody had to get used to. So you saw the season progress. And when Gettleman stepped up, it was it was a it was great for everybody. Even it was great for fans, players, because it seemed like oh my god, we actually have a team. We have a team yeah. now. I agree with you, and I I think the biggest thing that's going to help that, and being at so many games, the most, I would say, disappointing part of the team was our lack of success at the face-off X last year. Uh-huh. We, we acquired a guy halfway through the season, Jeff Snyder, who wasn't able to play with us, to play for us until the last game because he had commitments with Team Canada in the U19 World Championships. But I I think Jeff Snyder is going to be the biggest offensive difference maker this year. I think he's going to come out. I predict him winning at somewhere around 60% of his faceoffs, and that difference in faceoffs is going to lead to a ton more offensive possessions. And when the ball gets into the hands of Jovan Miller, Matt Donowski, guys like that, the the ball's going to go in the net, and the Hounds are going to win more games. Absolutely, you know. 
the face-off X thing, I'm sure you heard me in the background when you said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was so frustrating to watch last year. But I think with some of the other additions we have, especially at the midfield position, well, you got some guys that are really going to help win those face-offs, especially when they get to be that challenging ground ball, you know, kind of no-man's-land kind of ball. Mm-hmm. So I, we really have some great additions to the, to the face-off X. And like you said, you, you know, you win 60% of your face-offs, and you have the ball more on offense. And by having the ball more on offense, you score more goals. So that that's going to be one of our big ones because last year, you know, we had Bitter, we had Berger, we had all these great guys that could score, but it don't help when we're not getting the ball in their in their hands, you know? Exactly. Again, also why our defense looks so good. <laughs> yeah, that's just a big reason because they had to stop uh, a quite few positions that we'll be seeing this year. And I, I know you wanted to uh, take some time to look at personal fan predictions on the season and on players. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do that for a few minutes, Randy? Okay, let me let me pull them up real quick. Um, threw, threw me a wrench in the in the system. I got a couple things on Twitter, guys, and just so everybody knows, you can get at the entire company on. Uh, get, you want to give them the call sign for the radio network and and in lacrosse we trust. <laughs> the m- most important to follow you all news. Charlotte, Hounds, Duke, Lacrosse, UNC Lacrosse, High Point Lacrosse would be at Inlax Charlotte. Um, that's run by myself. You can find me on Twitter, Kyle Fisher, at Inlax. And Ray, your Twitter handle, I believe, is WildBillyMay. So that's if any of the listeners have any questions, anything they want to uh, shout out on the radio about incoming players, upcoming games, whatever, feel free to call in. That phone number right now to call in is, I'm sorry, 805-727-701, or you can hit up myself or Randy on Twitter. Absolutely. Uh, especially get at us on Twitter. Today was um, that being in our inaugural show, everybody kind of had some um, – we didn't get too many Twitter responses today, but I expect that to 100% improve over time. I did get a couple though, and people people out there are telling me I don't I don't have the Twitter handles right in front of me, so we'll get them on the next on next Sunday. But um, people out there are telling me some really good stuff about the Hounds. I mean, I'm hearing fans just super. Everybody's excited about the season. Two weeks off. It's been way too long for us to even watch a an outdoor lacrosse game, and everybody seems excited about the season. But I'm hearing a lot of great predictions coming from our fans. You know, a lot of stuff we just said. You and me talking about, you know, what what our future is going to look like for the Hounds this year. I'm hearing out of all of our fans. Everybody said with the some of the additions we made in the draft, especially. Um, I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot. I've actually heard a lot of Tripucka. I've heard a lot of uh, Casey Carroll. Surprisingly, even though he's hurt, I've heard I've heard a lot of great things about our draftees on Twitter today, and I've heard how people are excited to watch us to watch us walk into the playoffs. I've heard I've heard plenty of championship ones too, though. So let's hope, let's yeah, hope there are, right. been a few of those, and that would be amazing. That'd be an, that'd be an awesome experience for the team in their second year to go to championship weekend and possibly play for that game, which is every team's ultimate goal. So it'll be it'll be awesome to watch the Hounds and see if if they can handle that and really, get that far in only their second year. I really see us hanging around in Boston this year. I, I don't I don't see anybody taking that away from us in in that early season slump. I mean, the early season slump came from it was just such a new team, new facility, new everything to all, every player out there. So 
I can see that early season slump. I don't see it happening this year. Too many excited young kids, too many excited veterans are talking to people, Javon Miller. It, when you talk to them, they're excited about the upcoming season and they're ready to kick some butt. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's exciting to watch the players handle that. And uh, the Hounds kicked off their first training camp this weekend. Uh, from what I understand from posts I've seen on Twitter, everybody had a good time. Uh, they posted some videos on Vine of uh, the combine they did, push-ups, sit-ups, runs, stuff like that. Even uh, Calf day-to-day going whitewater acting pretty fun. Did you get a chance to check out any of those practices? No, I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to get up there. I've been out of town a lot lately, but I'll tell you what, there, there's a couple practices I'm hoping to get around and check out in the upcoming weeks, and not to mention, uh, I know we have media day coming up, so it'll be great to get to know some of the, some of the new faces around the Hounds, too. Yeah, I'll definitely be headed to Charlotte uh, this coming Saturday on the 20th for media day and two open practices from, I believe, 10 to noon and then 2 to 4. So I'm looking forward to get to watch these practices and see uh, how, the, how the guys are playing together after only one or two practices. Yep. And and I'll tell you what, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We'll we'll see each other down there. It's, it's gonna be our our one chance to really get a real good taste for the team. And and I I have a feeling it's gonna be a pretty good taste. So. Yeah, I think it's sure to be an exciting practice the week before the game. This will be the first practice. Um, this will be the only other practice right before game day, other than Friday. So the team's going to have to, you know, be attentive. They're going to have to learn quickly to get with the system because Coach Serino, I don't know if he's going to keep the same playbook he had last year, same system. But uh, especially for all, all, all the new guys that will be there, unfortunately we won't have these NCAA players yet because they're still in the season. But uh, it'll, 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 be, it'll be fun to watch these guys in, in their first full practice. Yeah, some of those NCAA players look like they're going to be making some playoffs runs too, so – yeah, quite a few of them, though, it looks like. Uh, Duke, Maryland, Loyola, uh, the list is going to go on. But yeah, we are out of time for the day, unfortunately. Uh, thanks, Randy, for talking for talking with me. We'll be back next Sunday at 7. Uh, all right, man. Well, I'm, I'm excited for it. Have a good day. Yeah, you do the same. Uh, I'll see you Saturday at uh, the Open Practice and Media Day. You know it. All right, take care, man. You too. Listeners, I wanted to thank you all for listening to the debut episode of Hounds Live, hosted by Inlax Charlotte. Again, I'm your host, Kyle Fletcher, and with me tonight was Randy Maykrantz. Uh We talked new players that are coming in through trades, the players we've lost. We covered the NCAA prospects. There's quite a few of them putting up big numbers for their teams. Went over the schedule, some predictions. Uh, looking forward to talking with you all next week. We will have some, hopefully, interviews to air during the show from the media day hopefully uh we'll be able to talk about the practices what we saw who impressed us stuff like that so hopefully our next episode will be have a little more depth to it but uh thank you all for listening and i can't wait to be back on the air next week